Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don, where Pastor Don answers all of your questions from theology, parenting, and whether he can tell if you're sleeping in church. Enjoy. Please like and subscribe. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Alex. How are you doing? I'm warming up. Good, <laughs> good. Yeah, I mean, we moved down here because it's colder in the sanctuary. It is cold in the sanctuary. I wonder if we'll move back there or not, but... Oh, this summer it'll be warm. Oh, yeah. Yes, it will. We, I guaranteed uh, that. Yeah. We got we got some feedback last time that we needed to um, <clears throat> put some stuff on the shelves. Um, Worked with decor. <laughs> so... So I brought a, a deer antlers and an old lantern and a ficus. I think that's what it's called anyways. But greened it up a bit. Greened it up. I could have brought a commentary set and set it back there, you know. Yeah, some like books that, well, I'd say like some intellectual books that like you put behind you to kind of posture, you know. But I mean that. Make me look pro- smart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I was, that seems silly to say because you are smart. No. And, but like I don't read, I wouldn't read some of those books, you know. Of course, oh, yeah. I just put everything on my phone now. So we always read it off our phone now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah, and last time we had the Bible study, you kind of came across or forgot your Bible. I did, and it was oh. faster for me to look things up on my phone. Yeah, I don't understand how a pastor just like doesn't have his Bible. I know <laughs> it was shameful. <laughs> shameful. But yeah, I like I like the the phone scrolling through it that way. But and, well, and when I look for scripture, I'm sort of uh, visually. Mm-hmm. I anchored to the scriptures in my normal Bible. Sure. And so it's a little harder on the phone unless I know my book chapter and verse, and then it's easy. Mm-hmm. Then that's faster on the phone. Well, the Bible, like your physical Bible, is like a sword. And the phone Bible is like a gun. Ooh. Stick with me. A sword is always loaded. Okay. You've always got that. You don't have to charge it. Right. No charging yeah, needed. This was a that's bad true. analogy, but uh, you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You don't have to put the bullets in okay yeah i'm getting there mm-hmm. yeah. one, one time i was talking to my wife when i had still the courting process right and i was living in a living in a house that had a garage and there were always birds in there and sometimes bats and i'm like i should get a samurai sword to get rid of these birds and so she went and got it for <laughs> me for a christmas present or something and here i am trying to swipe in the air in the garage trying to get a you got a video, didn't you? No, no, no. That was an embarrassing failure. Um, turned out that I just do not know how to do that, you know, mm. how to swing a sword or anything like that. But it, there is a certain tact to it. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm just one of the I guys. I don't do who any of that. I just wield this. Sure. You thump the birds with the book or what? Well, no. no, no, we're not talking about that. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. No, okay. birds Birds are pretty safe around me, really. Okay. Poor things. Yeah. Well, like the red-winged blackbirds. I have no birds. defense against a bird. Like, spring is coming. Red-winged blackbirds. Have you ever been attacked by a red-winged blackbird? Mm-mm. No. Mm. Goose. I remember the geese and, and the rooster and things like that on the farm. Sure. They they like to attack me. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of being afraid of some animals, we got some questions about serpents. In uh, Numbers, mm-hmm. Moses, <clears throat> the fiery serpents. And I've heard a lot of sermons on this, right? And some of the analogies made. But I heard it again recently, and I was kind of like... So God, what was God trying to do with this whole situation? With the fiery serpents, um, with the 
making Moses, having Moses craft the staff of bronze. What was that? What was he trying to do? Because it seems like he could have easily once, you know, once the Israelites understood that, you know, they were being kind of grumbly. Mm-hmm. They finally got that message. With yeah. The fiery. Yeah. Oh, is that when it happened with the fiery snakes? Because I was like, couldn't God have just gotten rid of the fiery snakes? But well, part of it is, and I think it culminates in in uh, John three with Jesus giving the interpretation. Okay. Was uh, the fact that they weren't looking to God? Mm. They were grumping. They were going to Aaron. They were going to Moses with their grumps. Uh, God finally said, "Hey, folks, turn to me." Mm-hmm. Just, just turn to me. May I have your full, undivided attention? Yeah. And so these fiery servants are there, and, and then uh, he crafted the bronze snake as a way that if you looked upon the bronze snake, then your bites would be healed. Oh, the bites would be healed. Okay. And it wasn't that they would just keep them away. No. Okay. No, no. I must have misread it. Okay. Healed. And so with the bites being healed by looking upon the bronze snake, then the dependence upon God is reinforced okay so then jesus in john chapter 3 t- takes it to the next level and says like the uh hey, well let's just l- if i can fast enough on my yeah you should be able to find john 3 in there pretty quick yeah it's trouble is it's so worn that you can't hardly mm. get there um 14 just as yes you Oh, I'm getting. You're well, it's just because it's right before three sixteen. Right. So I mean, that, that just might be as the only Moses time. lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in Him may have eternal life. And that comes. Uh, that's a reference to Numbers twenty one eight and nine. Mm-hmm. So it was a looking upon the snake. So looking upon the cross, understanding the work of the cross that Jesus is already mentioning here in John three. Once we understand that Jesus came and died for our sins, he then takes the poison, if you will, out of our bites, mm. the bite of sin. So that was like the first, not the first Jesus, that's not the way to say it, but Jesus replaces that look and believe. Yes. Okay. And, and, and the neat thing is, when you look at the Bible as an entire message from God, yeah then you start seeing these things in light of the Christ event. Mm-hmm. And saying, whoa, that's this, uh, a parallel to what he did in Numbers 21. And here Jesus mentions it. Yeah. And it comes together. And I think uh, so many times when we approach Scripture, we approach it as small pieces and don't understand the way the small piece fits in the large piece. Yeah, that's interesting. Because it's hard for us to understand how to... I mean, the... Why the, why we needed Jesus? Like it's it it baffles me to think about God's you know line of thought from this. Whereas it's like like you guys know I'm here. You guys know what, I, and yet you're grumbling. Like mm-hmm. it just saved you guys, you know, and leading you towards something that like there's no reason to doubt. Right? How is it that? I mean, are we any different than that? Not a bit. Not, Not a, bit? a bit. Okay. So just think about the next time you go into a, a situation that tries your your patience or yeah. your uh, an illness. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, 
oh lord why did i need this i mean really yeah and then if you start then reflecting like job did on on god's point of view then okay this fits in something bigger but job didn't get there till after god had spoke to him right and likely it takes a little extra for us to get there too yeah and uh, maybe we have to have three friends come and sure bore us to death before we get there but uh, we're no different mm-hmm. i think part of that is uh, part of what i get out of scripture is the fact that going back and finding those uh new testament and old testament characters who respond to trial and tribulation like i do then i can realize i'm not alone and I'm not boring God to tears with my prayers because he's heard it all before. Oh, yeah. And he has. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I've wondered that, too. I ask, ask the same things. As long as it just gets so repetitious in my head that it's, like, I know that it's not, like, a sincere thing. So then I have to sit and actually pause for a little bit and then begin the prayer to talk to him like he was with me you know like sometimes i find that even when i talk to my son that way you know telling him the things bringing the things to his attention that i need i'm overlooking him in that conversation it doesn't click and it's weird how even if i then i say these like almost the same things but i make an eye contact with him and just my body language my per- just knowing that it's different with him in that time, now that I'm taking special attention to connect with him, it clicks, and it happens, and it's more. Our heavenly daddy likes that. Too. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good stuff. And our brothers and sisters like that too. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, we're we're talking about intimacy with God. Yeah, on, on, and then what would happen if we started to do that in the church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's interesting how, you know, I I used to think that a lot of, okay, hold on, that some people were just like, they're kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Not, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) Back when I'm super busy all the time, you know, doing so all the time, so I'm not like, either I'm not looking to interact with them, communicate with them, or just like not really interested in what they're saying. But it's it's not I found it's not them. It's it's never them. It's me. Because if you truly listen, get in there and listen, people are fascinating just how different they are. And they're different life stories. And sure they might, you know, not be a good storyteller. Right. But any intimate relationship takes time. Yeah. And investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just being able to listen and connect in that communication that one's always hard for me is the listening you know because i sometimes i find myself just wanting to say the next thing Mm -hmm. because i forget i forget that the things that you said something and sparked i want to say it and so i just keep thinking of that thing and how i'm going to bring it up when i'm going to put it in but really who cares the other side of the coin is we're all uniquely made Mm -hmm. and so your unique personality you need those around you who understand that and then you will blossom Mm -hmm. now how do we do then that as brothers and sisters in christ and how do we continue that 
unique, intimate relationship with God, I think it's what the church is about today. Yeah. It, it's helping individuals discern who they are, how best they connect to God, and how best they connect to each other. Good. And I think, I'm not sure we think about doing that as church anymore. Yeah. I think we're pretty busy just going through the rituals and going through the motions. Yep. That's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And it's a measure of investment. And I say investment by what are you willing to put forth yeah. to make things happen mm-hmm. between you and God, between you and your brothers and sisters in the church. Yeah. Uh, what's the investment the church is willing to do in the community that the church is in? Uh, we've gotten pretty laid back in a time when we really didn't have to invest, things were happening well enough. Right. But as we come towards crisis and pandemics and things, oh, yeah. are those, uh, you know, an economic crisis may come to the nation, mm-hmm. uh, just like it did back in the, in the 20s, uh, the last century. Yeah. So how then are we going to respond in crisis? How's the church going to respond in crisis? Yeah. Are we ready? To invest who knows i hope exactly so exactly right you're yeah. exactly right who knows yeah well that was actually gonna be a question for next week but we can talk about it um can you be a good christian without going to church well i'm sure there's a yeah, little definition I, on good christian but yeah i i guess you'd have to define what a christian is and a good christian yeah on one part uh, I think it has to do with relationships. So yeah. then are you going to have those relationships somewhere else? Uh, one part of your Christian walk is your your d- dynamic, the dynamics of your relationship and in intimacy with God. The second part is then how are you embracing your brother, mm-hmm. both Christian and non-Christian? Yeah. And what nudges you forward? Right. And we don't usually do that work on our own. It usually needs to be done in a work, in a in a circle, a group uh, that works at discipleship, discipline, mm-hmm. crafting ourselves into that image. Yep. And so, where are you getting your image from, and where are you getting that discipleship from? Yeah. So is is it, is it more than just like, you know, you are who you're friends with? You know, who is who is crafting who you are? Well. When you come to a church, you're choosing who's crafting you. That's a good point. So you're going to go where you're accepted. Mm-hmm. You you feel comfortable. Yeah. But you, I think you should be looking for the kind of group that nudges you forward, nudges you deeper in your relationship with God, as well as in the personal disciplines of study mm-hmm. and discipleship and and uh, getting more better with the word. Yeah. Uh, but also your personal connection with each yeah. other. That's got to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, I think the church has gotten sort of to the point where, well, you be you and I'll be me. Yeah. And uh, we respect each other. So we're not going to nudge each other. Right. At our weak points. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to bother anybody. You know, no you know, criticalness it, and just affirmation. The, and Because the backside of it is also nasty. Because if I bother you, you might bother me. Right. 
that might mean I have to change. Oh, heavens, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think we've lost that dy- dynamic to the church, which the first century Christians knew because they all had this, this first century account of Jesus. He wasn't that far removed, and he was really working, they were really working to be like him. Yeah. That's, that was the, a special thing back then when you could see the works and all that kind of stuff. It's, everything was closer as far as timeline went. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. Yeah, it's, I found that you can like see who, what kind of friends, like I'm sure you have a group of friends, you know. Well, I have no friends. No, no friends. No, yeah. has no <laughs> friends. Okay, so I've got a group of friends. And so sometimes there's certain like things if I'm feeling, if I need help with something, there's specific people that I go to to help with that right absolutely um and you know some of them are just you know if it's a little problem something nagging something it's just like i know that the way to fix it is to let it go this guy because mm-hmm. we'll have fun we'll move on move past it might not even bring it up not even, not even bring up the problem right and then i got friends where i got something really deep and i know that i can go to him and he's going to sit and listen um He's not going to say, I don't have a lot of time for this, you know. I don't, uh, or try to push me towards a different remedy, right? Um, here's a bunch of articles and stuff, blah, blah, blah. You mm-hmm. can look at it and here's this. Like, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to say that finding, coming to a church, you're going to find that, you know, all those people, you got to search for it. Um but I hope we have all those here. I, I'm certain we do. Oh, yeah. And and to be true, we're all growing. Mm-hmm. I see. I think that's part of the the spark in a good church that's working at not only absorbing the word but living it out. You're going to have that spark. It says, "Okay, we're going to invest each in each other." Yeah. And and speak the truth in love. Mm-hmm. Ephesians four. Right. Okay. What would you do with a million dollars? I got a check I, right here. Really? Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Well, I'd put together an annuity that would help me live out the rest of my days. Wouldn't take very much of that million. And then I'd invest in small churches. Okay. Because uh, we need community engagement. We need small, maybe not churches, but small groups of people who are living Jesus. Mm-hmm. I still like the church, so I was headed there. That's who you'd go with? Okay. I like that answer. Some kind of network that would make those things happen easier. Yeah, yeah. I always told my wife that if uh, I ever won the lottery, I'd just give every dime of it away. And I still hold true to that. She would never let me do that, just so you know. Um, she would say, you would have to find another wife, oh. and you'd be nice and poor then. Okay. So, <laughs> fair, okay. yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, but you know, you don't want to dismiss your wife's choices. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you were one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah, she's made some bad choices. <laughs> but no, those are good answers. So that wraps up all our questions. We want to make sure everyone knows that um, we got an Instagram now, okay. our own Facebook page. Cool. Um, I think the Instagram handle is T Mad Show, so T M A D Show. Um, that's how you can find us there. 
Um, and that will be the all all the videos. Yeah, eventually, a lot of them are just going to kind of link to the YouTube page because okay, our internet here is not the best, so it this takes me almost two days to upload a whole video in good quality. So, okay. but we're spreading, getting a lot of interactions on those things. But so what I'm trying to get to is like all of those. If you if you find us somewhere, write a message. Oh yeah, a ask a question, and we'll get it. Yeah, and okay. we'll probably read it. Yep. Yes, we want to make sure we have those questions and, and we can respond to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, if this ministry has blessed you, uh, if you want to share with Westchester Church, uh, do so. It's in Westchester, Iowa. Yep. Services, Not 1045. Yep. And sometimes this spring, we talked about it a little bit. I think we're good enough. We can say it now, but we're going to go and kind of do a new addition to it mm -hmm. where we're going to talk to some other church leaders in the community. Right. Um, because we've talked a lot about differences that we can have in a respectful way and how important that is. Mm -hmm. And we just want to talk to some, you know, pastors, general church leaders, um, people that maybe we want to figure out, you know, what's working for them, what's working for us. How can we share some information that's going to, you know, help draw everyone's eye? Yes, to Jesus. To Jesus. And so if anyone knows of someone who would like to do something like that, maybe they think that uh, we're really wrong on something. When I say we, it's, it's, it's you. I, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know I am. You're here to curb that for me. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, something that, like I said, we don't agree on. And we can come and someone you know that can come and talk to us. And, and we'll, you know. Yeah. Well, the value is engaging in the conversation. Yeah. And engaging in the conversation with respect. Right. And then let's see if the Holy Spirit works in the midst of that conversation mm -hmm. to get us where we need to be. Yeah. So if there's someone you know that you want us to talk to, uh, reach out to us and sure. we'll make some contacts Absolutely. and see what we can do. There's very few people I won't talk to. My, yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right, Don. Thanks. It's good, good chat. Blessings. Oh, I always forget this. Will you pray us out? We can pray. Good. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessing of media that can be used in this way. Continue to guide and bless all the people who are uh, touched by this ministry, and we pray, Lord, a blessing on each and every one. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Till next week. Take care. Take care.